Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and this episode is being brought to you by the Make Space for Magic series. You can access that series at pattylennon.com forward slash training. It will begin on March 23rd. And what's going to happen in this series is that you are going to be given exactly step-by-step the tools that you can use to make space for magic. Oh my goodness, isn't that fun? So let's jump in. Today, I'm going to be sharing something I actually wasn't expecting to be sharing. And the reason is I feel like I've shared this story before. And yet I wrote an email last week and it got a huge response and it was about this story and I saw it made a really big difference for people. And it occurred to me that sometimes we think we've told everyone our stories, at least that's how I feel sometimes, and maybe we haven't shared it as much as we can or should or need to. And this story certainly seems to be one that people wanted to hear, benefited from hearing. And so I want to make sure it gets to as many people as possible. And that is the story of my journey with debt. Now, I am no stranger to debt. I know what it feels like to have the weight of debt on your shoulders. I know what it feels like to feel that shame, to just want to hide it from the world and to feel that you have this, you know, this secret that no one knows about you. The way I came into my debt, I guess you would say, is a confluence of events. So as you probably know, if you've been listening for a while, uh, my mom ended up having cancer and eventually crossing as a result of that cancer. So her physical body died as a result of the cancer. And that was eight years ago. And during the time leading up to that, I left my corporate job, launched my business. The same weekend I launched my business, my husband lost his job. And we soon found out that my mom had cancer and I became her caretaker on that journey. And that's Span of that time was about two and a half years. And during that time, because I wasn't making the kind of money I had made in corporate banking at first in my business, because we were, my husband was out of work, and because I couldn't put as much time and energy into my business as I would have been otherwise if my mom was healthy, we acquired a significant amount of debt. And I had not been what you know, quote unquote, a debtor before that. I'd never been in debt before. I had always made a lot of money and, you know, I was never extravagant with my spending. So by the time my mom passed away, I was incredibly grief stricken and depleted. And, you know, just so many words, stressed, anxious. I mean, there was just so much going on. And I was at the cemetery. I would go there almost every day to visit my mom and then go for a walk. And I was walking through the cemetery and it had already been a few months since she had passed. And so the grief was starting to wear off. And 
the reality of my life was starting to set in. And what I mean by that, if you've lost someone close to you, there is this window of time after they cross, or at least this is what I've experienced, where you have this protective fog around you, where the clarity of what matters in the world is really present for you. Because you know that the only thing that matters is love and your relationship to people. But eventually, that protective bubble wears off and life starts to set in again. And so I was walking in the cemetery. And, you know, at first I just started to, you know, kind of speak out loud. I was just really talking to anyone who would listen, my guides, my mom, God, you know, whoever. And I started saying, you know, why am I in this situation? Why do we have all this debt? It felt so unfair. And the more I walked, the angrier I got. And I just, you know, and I'm in the cemetery. A lot of times there was really no one around. And I doubt there was anyone around at that time. And I'm like, literally screaming, like, what is wrong? What did I do to deserve this? I did everything right. And I follow your calling. At this point, I was talking to God. You know, I followed your calling to do my work in the world. And Matt, my husband, has always been a dedicated, loyal worker. And we are not extravagant spenders. And we've done everything right. And I was there for my kids. And I was there for my mom. Gosh, this is (laughs) bringing tears to my eyes even now. And I, because I can just feel how confused and frustrated I was at the time. It just felt so unfair. And I said, and what, what do I have to show for this? You know, this dedication that I've made to what I felt at the time was, you know, God's calling and doing what I should be doing. And you know, what do I have to show for it? But I'm just, you know, my heart's broken and I've got crushing debt, you know, and I just, in that moment, the taste of bitterness, the taste of regret, the feeling that I had been totally and completely abandoned was so fresh. I mean, it was just ever since in my body was filled with this feeling of abandonment that I had just been let down. And, you know, looking back, I can tell you underneath it, there was this deep sense of shame that maybe I had dropped the ball, that if I had been more of something, a better entrepreneur, a better daughter, a better wife, something, that it would be different right now. And I was really letting loose. (laughs) I wasn't even specifically connected to any particular being. But I guess if I was honest, I was directing it towards, you know, God, which for me, you know, when I say the divine, I usually feel more of the divine feminine when I say that. And God, I usually feel more of the divine masculine, the kind of the God I grew up with. And that's who I was pointing my, my rage at. And just then, you know, as I got the last bit of that vitriol <laughs> off my off my chest, this light and loving energy wrapped around me. And this is an energy I've come to know as my angels, which they tend to be a bit different than my spirit guides who, who are much more directive, much more clear. My angels just have a lighter, more loving energy about them. 
and just for your own reference, because this was when, after I sent out this email, I got this question from a few people, you know, how do you tell the difference between your angels and guides? And I think it works differently for everyone. But what I found is the distinction is angels have never incarnated, whereas your spirit guides have. They've been human at some point. So angels really look at us with complete awe, you know, and their job for the most part, from what I can gather, (laughs) is to just make sure we don't lose track of how much we're loved, that we still create, that they create this, even if it's just a tiny hairline tether to love, that we just always have love present in our life, you know, that they understand that this is truly the lifeblood of our soul. And so they wrapped around me and they said, Patty, you are not being punished. Debt is merely the symptom of having given more than you have to give. And it's time that you take care of yourself. And that statement is what I believe created such a reaction in the email I sent out. Because what I heard from people is, you know, I have been studying money and spirituality for years. This is what someone said to me. You know, I feel like I've read every book on the topic and no one has ever said that to me. And hey, I can raise my hand on that as well because up until that moment, no one had presented me with that concept either. And that one statement to me created space, right? When I talk about the space for magic, This is what I'm talking about. And if you have debt right now, whether your debt is financial or time deficit, like you just never have enough time, or you feel like you're always behind, you know, in your obligations, if you understand that that is happening because you're trying to give more than you have to give, suddenly that changes the perspective, right? Because suddenly you go from being someone that's wrong or not enough or unworthy to someone who just needs to change the balance, right? And then from there, that teaches us that we need to move out of giving mode and move into receiving mode. And what I had said in that email was that, you know, I I often attribute the creation of the receiving school to that year after my dad died and learning, being open to everything that was coming, how drastically my life changed for the better. And that's really what taught me what, you know, this receiving muscle was really about that receiving is an energy and that blocking receiving, which I call resistance is an energy field. It's not targeted at money or a romantic partner or a better house, but it's really this field of resistance. But that's what I learned the year after my dad died. But really this idea that I gave more than I received and learning how to change that that started in that cemetery with that one conversation. And, you know, what I found most fascinating about the responses I got to that story and that email was that so many people held shame around their debt and that that one statement changed something for them. And it also gave them a new way to look at it. And I got, I get it because that's what it did for me. It started me on a path of in a completely different trajectory around resolving that debt. And, you know, we're out of debt at this point in our lives. And I can tell you that that freedom that comes without that burden didn't come the way I wanted it to come. You know, the way we want it to come is someone to drop in with a magic wand and wave it over the debt and erase the debt to just give us a big pile of money to fix it. 
And I get it. And for some people, I think it really does happen that way. And and eventually we did have large chunks of money come in in a few different ways. But really what had to happen for me, and I think everyone's journey is different, is I had to first see myself differently. Like I had to really look at the shame I was holding. And I'm not sure if that money had just been dropped in our laps and resolved that debt if I would have resolved that shame, if I would have released it, or would I have always held on to it and thought that we were saved rather than knowing that I saved myself, which is ultimately where we got to. And what it also required was that I get honest, you know, with some people and ask them for help in my family. And that took so much courage. But when you get honest, it just relieves so much resistance that exists. And you don't even know how exhausting the resistance is until you start telling the truth. And then, you know, the end of that trip, the end of that journey was where that money started flowing in. But what happens a lot of times is we want the problem to go away. And, you know, when we look at manifestation work or law of attraction work, we try and like, you know, bring in the answer to the problem. What what our human mind thinks the answer to the problem is, which is, you know, for debt would be money, right? But, you know, if it's, you're looking for a romantic partner, then you believe the romantic partner coming into your life is the answer, right? Or if you want more support around the house, you believe it's those other people changing, right? And that's the final way that it shows up in your reality. But if we get that final manifestation, without learning what we need to learn along the way, we miss out. And the divine knows that and loves us and will only deliver to us the answers that actually serve our highest path. And I think this is where, for so many reasons, a lot of the traditional law of attraction work gets off track. And I want to talk a little bit about that. In the first place, and I saw this a lot with the emails I got about this story, is There's a lot of ideas that we have to stay positive, right? That if you feel what you're feeling and it's negative, that you're attracting more negativity to you. And I know I was taught that in what I was learning and I found just the opposite is true. It wasn't until I actually acknowledged the anger and the bitterness and then ultimately the shame that I was having that I gave enough space for the angels to even give me that message. And then from that message that I was able to start to allow in help and ask for help. And from there, that I was then able to open up to these larger sums of money and releasing the debt, you know? And that belief that you have to stay positive is so toxic. It's so toxic. And it is one of the biggest manifestation myths out there is that belief. And and I found just the opposite is true is when you are feeling a legitimate emotion, you have to let that emotion flow in order to release it. And when you don't, and when you push it down inside of you, that actually creates resistance. And that resistance keeps out all of the other solutions you're looking to flow into your life. And yet when you just get honest with yourself and let yourself feel what you need to feel, all of a sudden the answers start to show up. And I've seen this time and time again. And I was just doing an interview with someone from the receiving school. We were collecting stories because we're going to be 
starting receiving school again, we know people as they're thinking of joining like to hear stories. And over and over and over again, we're hearing stories of, I came into receiving school because I wanted more money. I wanted a better job. I wanted a different romantic partner or a better romantic partner. I wanted my romantic partnership to improve, right? And and then, you know, for all those people, they got that, but actually what they got was themselves back. And I asked this person I was interviewing yesterday, you know, she said, it's just who I am today is so different than who I was when I started receiving school. And I said, well, but do you think if you could travel back in time and see yourself back then and tell yourself that what she really needed was to receive herself, like that was actually going to change her life, would she have believed you? And she said, no, she would have thought it was the job. She would have thought it was the relationship. And so I get it. You know, back then I thought the money was the most important thing. And standing here now, I can tell you it's something different. The money is important. Don't get me wrong. The relationships are important. The support is important, but those are symptoms. And when there's not enough, it's a symptom that you're not enough to yourself. And when there's more than enough, it's because you fully accept it yourself. And so this is the work. And so where you start is by receiving yourself today. It's receiving exactly who you are today and everything you feel ashamed about because all your shame is bullshit. Your shame is bullshit. There is nothing for you to be ashamed about because here is the truth. At every moment of every day, you are doing the very best you can with what you have and what you know. Fundamentally, as humans, we're programmed to do the very best we can with who we are and what we know. It's just that at different times, we have different resources and we know different things. And so we may just not know as much as we knew. Or when we've caused you know, a challenge like that to be created, and now we're standing here so much later, we may be able to look back and realize we could have made different decisions, but we didn't have that information at the time, especially when debt's being created in a situation like I had, which I know happens for a lot of people is all of a sudden life situations start changing and they create anxiety and panic and stress. And you don't have all access to your higher thinking brain. Functionally, you really don't have access to that part of your brain that can see those solutions. So Yes, once you start to step away from the situation that had all that stress and anxiety, like for me, it was, you know, walking my mom through her cancer and then death and also with my husband being out of work. When those situations, the stress in them starts to dissipate and then the stress hormones flowing through your body and then generating other hormones in your brain start to dissipate. And you are able to think more clearly, yeah, you can make different decisions, but you couldn't back then. And the thing is, this is what you need to remember. The divine knows that. Even when you cannot remember that for yourself, the divine knows it. So there is no judgment and there is no punishment. And the path you're being guided to walk to resolve whatever challenge is in front of you is exactly the steps that are going to take you to the highest version of your life. I can sit here today with all the gifts in my life precisely because that debt was not solved by a pile of money that day when I was so angry in the cemetery. My ability to share this with you today is because 
I needed to walk the challenges I walked and walk through the fires I walked through, not just so I could share it with you, but so that when a new fire appeared, I would look at it and go, well, that's no big deal. I can solve that. And that has happened. I have faced far bigger challenges since that day. And when I look at them, I have 100% faith that the divine will guide me every step of the way. And also that the wisdom of what to do next is within me. And that is what lowers the stress reaction. That is what lowers the amygdala fear brain impulses and lets you act from this higher thinking place, from this soul wisdom place. And so we have to walk through our fires to get to that place, right? So if this feels like information that you need, if this feels like something you want to take deeper, then I highly recommend you join us for the free training series I'm about to give. It starts on March 23rd, Make Space for Magic series. In it, I'm going to go through exactly how resistance is formed and what this really means and what this looks like. That's what we're going to do on the first training. On the second training that happens on the 25th, I'm going to go deep, deep, deep into how to receive yourself. And then then in that third training, and all of these are going to be live. So you'll be able to ask me any questions you have. I'm going to go through the entire process of what it looks like once you receive yourself, how do you get to being in a relationship of receiving so that life doesn't feel hard anymore. And I'm not going to say it's instantly going to feel easy, but I will tell you it's going to get monumentally easier just by listening to that series. You will trust more. You will understand. You will be able to see how you're already being guided. And I think this is something really critical right now. And so I'm hearing it from a lot of people. People are telling me they just aren't having fun anymore. Like life isn't fun. And I promise you, life is supposed to be fun, even when crappy things are happening in between the cracks of the crappiness. There is fun to be had, there is playfulness to feel. And So many people have told me, I don't even know what would make me have fun anymore. I don't even know what would make me feel happy. I'm not even sure what possibilities I even see for myself anymore. And I promise you, if any of that is true, this series is designed to shift that for you because that stuff is ready waiting for you right here in this moment. It's not six months from now. It's not even three months from now. That is waiting for you right here. So If you'd like to join us for that, I'd love to have you in the series. Again, it's free. You just go to pattylen.com forward slash training and you will be, you'll immediately get access to the registration information and you'll also get access to our Space for Magic treasure hunt. So this is a fun game we're going to be playing throughout the series. It's going to start, it's actually already started by the time this drops. It'll have started on the 16th. And with the treasure hunt, we're going to be giving away prizes, first of all. So that's super fun. There's even going to be a chance to win cashola. And what this is going to do in a really fun and easy way is show you how easy it is to get signs, to get clues, to get the next step on your journey to wherever you're going, whether it's to release debt, whether it's to release weight, whether it's find fun again and passion and possibility, whatever it is, I promise you this treasure hunt is going to give you some of the clues. 
So if that sounds good to you, I look forward to having you in the training again, pattylynn.com forward slash training. And what I'll just leave you with today is whatever is going on for you, whatever you've created that you have some level of shame around or disappointment or disapproval in yourself, receive first of all how you're feeling and then remember this death of any kind, burden of any kind is created by giving more than you had to give. And then the answer is to start receiving. I love you very much. If you have any questions on this, please, please, please feel free to email me, patty at pattylinen.com. I send you my love. Have a beautiful week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.